This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. We're going back over here, uh, visiting again, uh, second round here in uh, talk about the uh, the first thunder of this year that we're under divine order. Uh, these are words that God has given us, and you know, there. Uh, how many of you have had chicken more than one time? Amen. One way, Amen. you can fry chicken and and have you know uh, you can do them cornflakes, panko crumbs. I mean, there's all kind of ways. Still, fried chicken may be a little bit different. All right, and the way that we really learn things. Uh, is there is some amount of, of repeat. Uh, you know, uh, we learn by repetition. It's important that we learn some things. It's important that if we're going to be a disciple of Jesus, a follower of Jesus, and, 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 uh, and develop faithfulness uh, in our life, because he's so faithful. Yes, he is. Isn't he? I mean, yes. you know, uh, uh, you could just feel the faith that's in the room uh, when we begin to praise a God who is faithful because he has been faithful. And, you know, but also the, the reciprocation of that is that he wants to develop that in us as well. It's not just a one-way street. It's a two-way street. And so uh, how many of you, you know, I, there have been some times where I'll tell you I have struggled with faithfulness. It didn't look like God was being faithful to me. And so... I'm saying, I'm just saying, okay, you know, uh, there have been a couple, there have been a few times, <laughs> you know, where it, it just didn't feel like it, didn't look like it, didn't seem like it. Everything pointed that he wasn't, the devil accused him to me, and, uh, you know, uh, circumstances, situations, you know, but I found that if you just want to believe God, I think at the basis of all, uh, of you know uh, of all faithfulness from our side is there have been times it's been very hard to believe God because everything else wanted was shouting louder and and wanted me to believe it. But the bottom line was you choose to trust God because He can be trusted. And also sometimes you just say God, I want to believe you, but you've got to help me. I need some help where that's concerned. And so we're going to talk about uh, divine order. And first things first, you know, first, and, and we're entitled this today, first grace. The very first um, thing that you will encounter uh, with God is that you will encounter His grace. There's grace for the sinner, there's grace for the saint. Now, don't get all bent out of shape about those two terms, you know. Uh, you know, you've got to be one for you can be the other. And, uh, uh, but there's grace, the grace of God. And you know, when we come together and in your personal life, you should expect to have an encounter and experience with God that's beyond sometimes what we can know or understand within just our mind or reason. There's this, our heart is way bigger than our head. And God, the Bible says, for with the heart the man believes unto righteousness. We believe God with our heart before our head can kind of catch up with understanding or knowing some things. But we want to, uh, we want to expand uh, 
out divine order because it's important that we do know and understand some things. Uh, the, the mind must be renewed. And that's where teaching comes in. So, uh, order is simply systematic arrangement and design, existing structure or method of organization. God's kingdom is a kingdom of order. God is a God of order. And, he ha- and there's divine design. You can see that in nature. You can see that, uh, you know, uh, throughout uh, the good things that are, in the, uh, that are in the earth. There has to be some structure. There has to be organization uh, in life. And, uh, and out of that, there's a harmony and a balance of parts working together. The Bible says all things work together for good. God will take all things and organize and arrange them. Even things that, you know, in the world system and in, the, uh, and in this world, there's a lot of chaos and confusion out of disorder. Because the devil is a disruptor. How many of you know that? There, there are things that will disrupt our life. Distractions, destructions, things of this nature. Uh, So we need some understanding of God's order. Disorder and chaos and confusion doesn't come from God's camp. God is not a God of confusion or disorder or chaos. God is a God of order and harmony and peace and unity. All right? Now, uh, but uh, it's it's, it's needful for us to understand that life is a process. Life is a journey. It's, it, it has events within it, but it's, it's this huge process. Right? And it doesn't end with death. I mean, it continues forever. Life is forever. Life is forever. The simplicity of it is life is forever uh, with God, or life will be to forever without God. See? And, but it's in the context of this life that we make that decision beyond death. And it's very simple. Uh, Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the way that God has made for us to be with God. Now, God's with everybody, but not everybody is with God. Amen. And, it's, and, and it's a, it is a definite decision. It is on purpose, priority, and decision in our life to choose God, to choose to believe Him. And when we do believe him, we believe on his son, uh, he gives us a new life, a new heart, a brand new life. Amen. And if you have never experienced that, oh boy, there's no better time than right now. I assume that a lot of times when we come to church, I remember, you know, coming to church and I was ready. You know, I mean, I had to hear the sermon and all of that kind of stuff, but I made up my mind, I'm going to check out God. And if he gives the, opens up the door and will have me, I'm in. If I got to wait to the end of the service, if they do at the beginning of the service, I made up my mind. I'm ready. You might be here today and you might be ready. Why don't we just bow our heads real, real quick, you know, and give that opportunity. It's a very personal thing. But there'll be people up here afterwards. I wanna, we're going to simply give you an invitation right here and right now. Why wait? Why wait any longer? I just sense that we just need to do this right now, so we will. Say, dear Jesus... Come into my heart. I'm ready. Take my life. I'll follow you. Help me to be faithful. Teach me. Train me. Be my Lord. I'm yours. And I believe now you're mine. I thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me. 
all of my sins. Thank you for giving me brand new life, brand new heart, brand new start. I am born again. Amen. Now listen, if you prayed that simple prayer, meant it from your heart. I prayed the prayer with the preacher, but in my heart I was just saying, God, if you're real, help me, change me. And if you can, if you, if you are, you can and you will. And if you're not, you know, if I get up and nothing has changed, I'll know, you know, it's a waste of time. Uh, so it's, it's, the, it's of the heart, guys. So afterwards, there'll be people here up front, always a wonderful people that love you, love God. And they'll help you with the first step. So, and, we, and you need to make that public. The private decision needs to be pronounced publicly. Uh, so we'll give you that opportunity as well. But anyway, life is a process. And we're going to make, we need to make progress in that process. We learn in life. Uh, life is about learning God. Jesus said, come to me, learn me. Learn me. All right, God has to be learned. And we need to, and life needs, uh, we, we want to succeed in serving God and in serving others. This is the purpose of God. His great purpose for man is, is that we would serve God as sons and daughters and that we would serve one another, serve others. And we want to prosper in the priority of His purpose and His plans as an individual, but also as part of the bigger corporate family believers who belong to God, but also to one another. So I want to outline a structure uh, for you because if <clears throat> we don't always have to understand how God does things, uh, but we do know, need to understand somewhat of his ways, all right? The, the hows, the down the details, you can trust God with that. And we get, we get bogged down, distracted with that many, many times. But we do need to have a, a basic fundamental understanding of some of God's ways. I mean, you know, the devil's way is down, but God's way is up and forward. The devil's way is backwards, but God's way is up and forward for our life. So I want to outline the process, and I believe it will help us uh, to make progress when we can have some understanding uh, in life of what to expect. Now, I'll tell you the very first thing that life presents to us Are problems. Life, it, it's full of problems. There's no such thing as a problem-free life. Matter of fact, by it's the devil's perversion, uh, you know, to try to get us uh, to believe that that is the utopia, that's the thing that we need to all be shooting for. And if you're good enough, uh, if you obey God, if you live righteously, that you'll have a problem-free existence. Now, that's a perversion because the plan was that God knew life would, be, would present us with problems and that God uh, presented you as the solution to those problems. You were created by God for the problems that arise in life. You know. Uh, so he's more than enough, but also you need to realize that you're more than enough. Now, you may not feel that way uh, right now, uh, but... Uh, but life's going to hand us problems first. That's the first, uh, that's the first mile marker in life. And, and, and there's going to be uh, continual problems uh, while we're in this world. Jesus said that in this world we'll have troubles. 
So there's no, there, there's no such thing as a trouble-free life. Yeah. And, and we're really misguided, and it's a misconception, and it's a misunderstanding, and we're going to miss it if we're trying to attain that which is unattainable. Jesus himself said, in this world, you're going to have troubles. There is trouble. And, and how many of you know the, the, the hard thing about trouble is it's troubling? <laughs> Let me get a drink of water. It's troubling. Uh, how many of you like trouble? No, no hands there. Oh, I'm with you. But, uh, excuse me, they have to be dealt with. And life is full of it. Daily, I mean, things come. Some things are big, some things are little. You know, there are measurements of problems. Um, but, the, but the very first thing... Uh, that comes in a problem when we turn to God is that we find that there's a promise. There are thousands of promises for any problem that would ever arise. This has already been, God purposed it, He planned it, and He provided for it. Amen. But here's what we're going to find when we go to God, is that the first thing we're going to encounter is we're going to encounter the grace of God, which affords us the goodness of God. And that's going to be for the glory of God. We're going to, the promises, the first thing that we have this wonderful promise of grace. The neatest thing, coolest thing. You know, I've been listening to these, like, these, these young guys that are guitar players and, and they're, they're back to they dig it now. You know, I really dig it. Uh, <laughs> we already been there, son, <laughs> 50 years <laughs> Ago, we dug it back then. I'm glad you're digging the same well we're doing. I dig it, man. This is cool. Anyhow, <laughs> uh, I really dig this. Uh, the grace of God is it cannot be earned. It, we already qualified for that. It was freely given. It's fully paid for. It is in Jesus and Jesus alone. And if you try to earn it, you're going to get God upset with it. I mean, he just, if you want to get God upset, you don't upset him by asking him for help, asking him for, uh, give, to give you grace. He's already given that. He just says, listen, you've just got to take this. It's free. Don't reach in your back pocket and try to religiously tip God where that's concerned to pay for it in any way. He goes, take it. It's free. He goes, it's free for the sinner. It's free for the saint. It'll never be any different. It's free for all, for all, to all, all the time, always, anytime. The grace of God is available. That is good news. Now, when bad news comes, run to the good news. I mean, run to the good news. Everybody's going to get bad news, but the good news is there is grace for the place. It, wherever there's sin, the missing of the mark, the disorder that comes, the problems, the troubles. Listen, it says where that is, there is going to be much more grace that is, a, that is abounding towards you. God's saying, come here, come here, come over here. Listen, don't stay on that side of the bed. Come over here. I know you're in the ditch. Just re reach, reach. Come on, come on. Come on. And take it. Let me read you some scripture before we get way out of uh, whack here, all right? Because anyhow, this is, I really dig it. <laughs> it's just amazing to me how things, history does uh, repeat itself. Hebrews uh, 
the fourth chapter. These are wonderful, wonderful verses of Scripture. We're going to read um, at the Amplified first. It says 15 and 16, we do not have, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to understand and sympathize and have a shared feeling with our weaknesses and infirmities and liability to the assaults of temptation or problems and troubles, but one who has been tempted, faced troubles and trials and problems in life in every respect as we are yet without sinning or missing the mark. He ran to God. The Bible says that Jesus learned obedience through the things that he suffered. It said with loud tears and cryings, he, went, he took it to the next level, which is this. I'm just giving you some mile markers, you know. That old song that says, take it to the Lord in prayer. Now the greatest prayer that you'll ever pray is the simplest prayer you can ever pray. God, according to this verse of Scripture, and we're going to read it, so totally scripture, scriptural prayer. Help me. God, help me. When that's heartfelt, I'm going to tell you what. Now, God comes a-running. Yes. God comes a-running. He doesn't hesitate, and He doesn't want us to hesitate. And your prayer life doesn't have to be, you know, magnificent and grandiose. Now, we've got some wonderful prayers around here. I'm envious of how they can communicate, you know, preach a prayer, teach a prayer, you know, uh, all that kind of stuff. But I'm going to tell you what now. You know, uh, most of the prayers that I've gotten any results from have been out of a place of complete brokenness and complete desperation and need. And I'm, listen, not fear, but faith and just say, God, I know you can. I know you want to. And I want to believe that. Now help me. Just help me, God. And he has done again and again and again that promise. Now listen, I'm going to read the rest of this to you. It says, uh, because here's the thing, prayer that when we put that kind of prayer on it, the Lord puts His power. The Bible says a heartfelt prayer. Help me, God. Listen, but a believing prayer. You want to help me. You want to help me. So many times people don't pray because they don't believe that they qualify. Well, listen, we qualify. If you need help, you you qualify. You know, I mean, you know, our help comes from Him. We can ask a bunch of other people, you know, but why not ask God? And just that simple. It says this, Let us then fearlessly and confidently and boldly draw near to the throne of grace. Did you hear that? Throne of grace. All right? What you're coming to is a God who is sitting there full of grace, overflowing with grace. You, you, you cannot call it, and it's not, listen, He is the judge, someday there will be justice meted out. But right now there is powerful, we're in this powerful dispensation, we're just the powerful place with God. He says, it's all grace right now, and it's great grace, and it's given to whoever will come and get it. Just come and get it. This is God's call, come and get it. Do you know one of the things about order is, it's that which is called for. God called for grace for us. Called for grace for us. And Jesus answered that call and gave it to us. Now he says, all you need to do, because what Jesus did, he's sitting there and he's going, ask in my name, the Father will give you anything because it's all under grace. It's all afforded you by grace. Just accept it. Sit in the mercy of God. Accept the love of God. 
Just let God love you real big, honey. Right now, let God love you. He says that we may... Listen, the throne of grace, the throne of God's unmerited favor to us sinners, that we may receive mercy for our failures and find grace to help in good time for every need, appropriate help and well-timed help coming just when we need it. Well, I told you in the first service that I was going to... I was going to address this because sometimes the help we need is to say, help, pastor, uh, I'm I'm not making any progress in the process. And I have ran to God. I've got his promises and I am praying and but I'm not seeing the progress that I would like. Well, welcome to the club. Because I'm going to tell you what, he that believeth shall not make haste and believeth not just what, but believeth who? Because God isn't in any hurry sometimes. It's more important to God. We would just like to go there and God requires and wants us to grow there. Now you're not going to get any better than he's already made you. You, to, to him, you're worth it all. There's nothing too, too great. Are you listening for God? But there's nothing too good for you. I'm going to say that again. Where God is concerned, there's nothing too good for you. He gave us his very best in Jesus and together with him gave us everything else. So where God is concerned, there's nothing too good for you. Well, that's the problem. See, why isn't God doing it? Well, he is doing it. Because every promise, remember, is, you know, a seed. Under sometimes, you know, in the, in the good soil of a heart. The Bible says in one place, I read this the other day, it was so powerful. That's why you need to read your Bible every day. I've been reading my Bible every day for years and years and years, and all of a sudden this just boom popped out of the page at me, and it said the only good soil uh, uh, for our lives is the grace of God, a heart that grace is working in. Amen, the goodness of God that just says, I know you, I don't deserve it, but I want it anyway. You wanted me to have it, I'm going to take it. So under the worst and toughest of circumstances, the, you know, the greatest of soil uh, can, you know, you ever feel like life is just kind of grinding you to powder? You're in the grind and, and, you know, I mean, you just, you know, God, it's breaking up. And what's breaking up? He said, my heart's breaking. My life is broken. Well, you know, uh, uh, that's, that's the process of, a, of ground being broken up, ready to receive the grace of God. Because all things are working together for us when we're answering that call that he ordered for our lives. We love him. He loves us. There's a purpose in all this. This is going to be for the glory of God. Say this with me. Point at your problem right now. Point at your trouble. Say, this is for the glory of God. God will get glory out of this. And he will. He will. He's faithful. Amen. But the seed, you know, that's not the fruit. It's not the full harvest, it's a seed. So it has to grow. Really, we have to grow. We have to grow in our knowing and our understanding of Him. Amen. So that we can trust Him a little while longer.
And I'm going to tell you what, because you outclass the devil, you can outlast the devil. That's the only way you're going to outlast him if you realize you outclass him. You come up a little bit in who you are, in who you are to God. Are you listening? Who you are to him and what he's made of you. All right? Am I losing you here? Are you getting too bored with this? All right. We're, we're going to have to stay with the process until we come to the place of praise. All right? And I'm telling you, praise is the ultimate prayer. It's the ultimate place. It's, it, is when, it is when, you know, it, it's, it's mine. I know it. Are you listening? Uh, I see it on the outside, but on the inside. That promise is grown to the place of praise and it's bigger than the problem now it's bigger my expectation of God is bigger than the other stuff that's happening in my life now uh, there are some big problems in life some are bigger than others some of them are tall orders sometimes we put in some tall orders Life requires a, a much more of us. And we require much more of God. Now, God's more than enough. But we've got to grow into that place of understanding. We've got to grow into that place of believing a God like that so we can receive a God like that. And, you know, have you ever been, have you, ever been you know, one problem right after the other? And, I mean, you start out here and it just seems like, you know, you're just going in circles. And it's pretty small. And then the problems get bigger and you're still just going in the circle. I'm believing God. I'm turning to God. You know, I don't know. I don't understand. And the circle's getting bigger. You know? And the devil piles on some more problems. Life happens in this and that. You know? I mean, you know, you're single. You wanted a mate. Then you got the mate and your life just got bigger and more problems because you got... Man, you know, it ain't just you. You know, you got to wait for her to get ready. But anyway, it gets bigger and bigger. And pretty soon, kids and grandkids, you know, and, you know, ministerial responsibilities and vocational responsibilities. And, you know, you got trouble at work. You got trouble with the kids. You know, the dog bit you, peed on the carpet, all kind of stuff. And it just get bigger. But you feel like, I'm just still learning circles here. You know, and the devil's telling you, yeah, you know, you ain't making no progress at all. But now listen, be careful here because you understand, see, see, the devil is, is what, what seems like a setback. All the while you're walking with God, the circle's getting bigger. The order's getting taller. It's just going to take a little while longer for God to fill you up till it overflows. And without even knowing it, you just grew and grew and grew. You know, uh, we heard a report the other day uh, about things, and this is true with people and animals and stuff like that. Sometimes the prognosis says they'll outgrow it. They'll outgrow it. Don't, I know it, it's a problem right now, but that problem, it will just simply, it will, it will dissipate and disappear in time because they'll outgrow that. It's normal to this stage of development for some puppies. Or for some people. Well, why don't I? Why don't they have any problems like I got problems? Because it's not normal to them. They're not exactly like you. You're like you. But you'll outgrow all of it. You just keep walking with God, even if it seems like you're just walking in a circle. You're just walking in a circle. You're just, but it's all getting bigger. 
It's all gonna, it's all gonna be for a bigger glory. When it, when it do fully manifest, you'll find out. Now listen, there's some problems that can happen a little while. It takes years for God to finish the thing, but God is a finisher. I'll tell you what, even if the devil starts the fight, Jesus finishes it every time. And I'll tell you, listen, he finishes it good. He calls it a good fight. It's a good fight of faith because somebody win and somebody lose and the winner takes all. When you get over into the all measure, all for the glory of God, don't matter whether I'm up, down, or all around. Doesn't matter whether I'm this or that or the other. Doesn't matter whether I'm battling with sickness and disease. I'm battling with finances. I'm battling relationships. This will be for the glory of God. I'm going to outgrow this. I'm going to outlast and outclass the devil. I'm going to come up on top of this thing before it's all said and done. Because I'm standing under the spout where the glory and the goodness are coming out. While I'm not faithful some moments, it's okay to have a moment, but I'm going to tell you what, when the fog rolls away, there's still a God and the sun is still shining from His perspective. I told you I did it and it's done, son. You just wait on the victory to manifest on your side of the line. Keep holding your little old bucket. Glory to God. Amen. It might just seem like, you know, but if you can ever get just one drop, one more drop, one more drop, amen, pretty soon it starts to, I mean, God will get you in such a no and such a flow. Run to Him. Go get some grace. I mean, He's got a whole ocean full of it. He's got more than enough. Start dipping with what little bit of faith you got. Start working the thing. Start throwing grace and the water of His Word. Throw it all on the fire. Stay with it. Stay with Him. Amen. And when you're done, beat the devil's doggone brains in with the bucket. Amen. Ooh, 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 ooh. Take that. I'm sorry. I got way out of order and lost a little bit of control there. You know, Brother Osteen, they used to tell him, I never met him, Dr. Vickerson, personally, uh, was pastored by him personally. What a privilege. But I'll take all that. We squeeze Dr. Vickerson, John Osteen, you come out on us. You squeeze the preacher's heart. Well, you know, ah, give me more, give me more. And, uh, but John Osteen, they used to say, he's, he'd, he'd say, Oh, kalabashata, halabasita. And they'd go, Brother John, what does that mean? He goes, I don't know. But it sure did feel good. And say, why'd you throw the bucket and act like a fool? I don't know. But it sure did feel good. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh, y'all ready to finish up today? You've been here a long time. Listen, I want to read a thing, and Pastor Ron's going to come real quick. This is out of the Passion Bible. It says this, so then we must cling in faith to all that we know to be true. For we have a magnificent king priest, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who rose into the heavenly realm, listen to this, for us, and now sympathizes with us in our frailty. He understands humanity, for as a man, oh, yeah. 
our magnificent king priest, was tempted in every way, just as we are. And he conquered sin. So now we come freely and boldly to where love is enthroned to a God who loves us. <laughs> yes, it does. God who loves us. <laughs> nothing can separate you from that love. Yeah. Nothing above, nothing beneath. Nothing happening here and now. Nothing. No principality to power. Demons or angels. No thing can ever separate you from the love that God oh, yeah. showed us in Jesus. Yes. God will come a-running when we believe the love that He has for us. Satan, sinner alike, says, Come boldly to where love is enthroned to receive mercy's kiss. And discover the grace we urgently need to strengthen us in our time of weakness. I'd love to stand here and tell you that I have never felt weak. I have never felt frail in my faith or that my I'd like to say that my faith has always been strong and you know I've never doubted God. I can't I couldn't be truthful in my witness if I and I'd betray the grace of God if I if I said that. Because it wouldn't be true. But I can tell you this. You know, I can tell you this. Every time I've turned towards him, I found him turned already to yeah, come on. Every time I cried out, God help me. He has never failed. And his arm was long enough to reach to where I was. What you say. And I'll tell you, I've taken more than one helicopter ride with hanging on the rope with Jesus. He's flying. And I'm going flying. He said, just hold on. Hold on. Come on. Just stay with me. Don't let go. <laughs> I said, you kidding me? He says, hold on. Because I got a hold of you. Now hold on. Don't let go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish this thing. Just like we talked about. some of you here today you've been believing God for years and, and understand it's been a tall order you know I don't know if you've ever got anything I, I, I keep getting this thing this notification you know on back order I'm going what is the problem you know back order you know God you're not short on supply what do you mean back order he goes listen son there's a heavy demand right now I got some real urgent cases in, in uh, working on here. And you know, you can look around and find some folks that are having to believe a whole lot bigger than you are. There's a whole lot of folks sometimes just like the, the, uh, the woman with the issue of blood interrupted Jairus. And Jairus had a situation. His daughter was dying. Matter of fact, he knew she probably, they came told him she was dead. And here, you know, it's on back order. you worry about God he'll deliver and when he do he said now listen God isn't like like business here on this earth he'll give you double for your trouble he'll go in appreciation for your patience I'm gonna give you double for your trouble because you waited on me you waited for me to work it out you were patient 
you were you were you were you were preferring and you and, and came to understand that I got a lot of chilling <laughs> with a lot of stuff. And you know, your problem is not just your own. There are people in that circle. Some of the people that I've had the biggest tangles with, with I thought the devil sent them. God said, no, I sent them because ain't nobody else will pray about them. I allowed you to get offended in that thing so that you'd understand, hey, this boy needs prayer. And you're going to stay in this circle with him until I can, until I have enough power piled up that I'm going to get you out, but I'm going to bring him out too. I'm going to get them out too because you're never in it all by yourself. There are people for our lives. Isn't that true? Listen, if that's you today, stand up. If this, if this meant, if it touched something on the inside of you, I'll tell you, stand up into a thing in God. The promise still stands. Yes, it God will be faithful to you. He will never deny Himself. God will deliver anybody that will believe Him. But sometimes you got to believe a little while longer. He turned to Jairus. He said, I know that this setback, I know that this delay seems like a denial, but I'm really setting you up, son. You need to understand, I need you to only believe a little while longer with me. I got to get this taken care of. You know it's true. You know it's true. Doesn't the Holy Spirit witness in your heart right now? It's true. Amen. Boy, I wish I could control, you know, divine order. I could control everything that, that happens and everything would be trouble free and problem free and I could avoid a whole bunch of stuff. Great success with that. Because if there's anybody more than you in your life, folks move. Things move. Life moves. And it'll move suddenly and unexpectedly. And it'll bump you hard sometimes. It'll knock you down flat sometimes. And sometimes that's on top of when you had just barely gotten up and you don't feel like getting up one more time. The good news is, though a righteous man, not because you've been bad or this or that. Remember grace? It doesn't matter. No, we, because of grace, we try to. We live to please God. But even if we feel like that we haven't, it doesn't change grace. And that's our righteousness. And rightness will always reach down. If it's seven times, said He'll pull you back up again. Amen. Stand you back up on your feet. Now look around at all these wonderful folks standing up. Would it, wouldn't it be, uh, it, you know, you know the Bible says, the Bible doesn't say this, people say this, misery loves company. You know, and, 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 and it's a negative saying, but you know what, sometimes trouble just needs somebody to say, I got trouble too. But as long as we're being troubled with our trouble, let's, let's trouble trouble together here. Amen. Why don't you just move just a little bit. Find somebody to touch. Sometimes you just need a touch. Somebody to not even say anything, but just somebody says, and the touch says. Touch just says, I love you. God loves you. All these things. 
right now, we're going to believe that they're working against me. God's working something good. This is going to be for good. This is going to turn out for your good and for the glory of God. I just want you to know you're not all by yourself. You will never be alone. There is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Let's just pray a simple prayer today. God help my friend. God help my brother. God help my sister. There are people in this room, Lord. They're suffering silence. They put in a they put on the mask. They put on the, the happy face, God, but inside they're crying, inside they're dying. Lord, help my friend. Help them, Jesus. Grace to their mountain right now, Jesus. Grace, grace, grace to them right now. God, mercy, mercy, mercy right now. Love, you're sitting on your throne. Overflow on my friends today. Change and rearrange and fix things, God. Make people, make, bring wholeness. So there's nothing missing and nothing broken. Do it now, God. Go to work. Give them an encouragement today. Let them see. Let them watch their God deliver one more time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that we have problems, but we also have promises. Lord, thank you we can pray. And thank you right now we can begin to praise you. We're going to lift our hands right now and we thank you, Pastor. Miracles are in the making right now in this room. I thank you, oh God. Lives are on the river of change. I thank you, Lord. Some are fast flowing and others are just deep and wide. But there will come a time and there will be a breaking out into a greater place. There will be the goodness of God in the land of the living. Bodies will be healed. Bad reports will be turned around. Relationships will be restored. Your deliverance will be absolute and complete. I declare every step back to be a setup in the name of Jesus. For the glory of God. For the glory of God. For the glory of God. of God we're going to go Father in the direction of this process and I thank you God we've just moved the marker just a little bit for us for life is so much little by little step by step and day by day inch by inch foot by foot and yard by yard mile after mile I'll follow you Jesus be faithful to you Jesus because you're faithful to me Lord hallelujah I declare over your life in the name of Jesus that the bondage of deception 
God, I don't know where you are. I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what's happening. Listen, you do know where God is. You know exactly that He knows exactly where you are. And you know exactly what God is doing. He's being faithful. He's working the promises and the problems. And you're praying, God help. And I'm telling you, God's going to bring you into a place where it don't seem like it now. But I will praise the Lord. David said, I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord at all times. All the times of my life. I will give Him praise. When I know and when I don't know. When I'm on the mountain and when I'm in the deepest, darkest valley. I will praise the Lord at all times. I got more to praise it for grace is reaching way down right now for me. Grace is given. Hallelujah. 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 Don't make me praise him all by myself. You might just be one hallelujah away. You might just be one hallelujah. Praise him right now. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.